start talking coronavirus. It certainly is. Um, yeah, I I was a, a professional footballer. Uh, had to finish with um, with arthritis at 21. Became a journalist on newspapers, radio, uh, television. Became a national um, uh, presenter for the BBC, BBC Television, News and Sport. Um, became a national spokesman for the British Green Party for a short time, which, um, looking back now, was was very uh, fortuitous um, because um, it gave me an insight into the, um, if you like, the green woke mind, um, which is behind the climate cult, uh, so uh, which is pushing the human-caused um, global warming hoax, which, by the way, is demanding the basically same changes in society, not least economic, that um, are being um, pushed as a result of the uh, coronavirus. Uh, I then um, had um, an amazing series of what you might call paranormal experiences, and uh, that sent me on a road over the last 30 years um, of uncovering um, who and what runs the world and how, uh, and to what end. And I've been um, writing books and talking around the world um, ever since. And um, the interesting thing is that um, when I first started, um, I was the subject, uh, not least in Britain, but around the world as well, of um, extraordinary historic levels of ridicule. And now the people who ridicule me are reading my books and um, watching the videos on YouTube. Because um, what I wrote in my books in the 1990s is now more than ever before since this virus thing um, broke, um, being read um, on the television news in um, changes in society. And this um, lockdown, this Orwellian global state that's moved into place so fast, uh, justified... Uh, justified by this, by um, this uh, uh, virus. virus. So I'm hearing myself coming back, Eric. I'm, yeah, as is it okay now? A little feedback? Is it okay? Yeah, that's okay. I, it's just that as, as long as the recording's okay, I, yeah. I, I'm fine with it. Um, uh, some might say I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> is it okay though now, David? Yes, good man. Okay. And uh, so uh, what we're seeing now is, is ticking every box of the... Um, the global cult, as I call it, which has no borders, it operates in every country. And that's how, as I've been pointing out all these years, through this global web, um, it can orchestrate the same script over this um, virus, alleged virus, um, in, a, in country after country after country. And that's why you're seeing the same things happening everywhere, because it's centrally coordinated with the different... Um, agents and networks of this cult in different countries imposing the same centrally dictated script. Yeah, yeah, the different tentacles, as uh, Charlie Robinson uh, mentions in his book, uh, The Octopus of Global Control. Uh, folks, listen, I didn't mention this, but get over to his website right now, bookmarketdavidike.com. Also, iconic.com. Uh, we'll get David uh, a little bit later to talk to us a little bit more about that. My interview with Charlie Robinson uh, a couple weeks ago is going to go up uh, I think over the next month or so on David's platform, uh, kind of breaking down uh, what's happening in the Catholic Church and all the nonsense and uh, a lot of the things that we're seeing, uh, one of which is the pandemic police state, which I've been warning about for quite some time. There's different rabbit holes, so maybe we can kind of pick 
uh, one apart uh, at a time. Uh, what do you make of this whole social distancing? This is obviously brainwashing. You can't turn on the TV without five minutes without seeing some new commercial from McDonald's or MTV celebrity puppets saying, stay home, we're alone together. Uh, I've kind of deduced it to, I think they're using it to, to close down, obviously, um, uh, public places, but churches specifically. Then I also think it's parlaying into uh, the reality that they don't want people to protest. You know, a couple people here or there. You can't get in 50 groups, you know, armed, yeah. have armed resistance or whatnot. You think that's a, a fair assessment? And maybe I'm missing uh, some there, elements. Well, there's, um, there's loads, loads of aspects to it. Um, first of all, if you look at the bigger, bigger, bigger picture, we are quite clearly seeing a process of um, driving humans apart so that there is less and less human-human contact and more and more um, human-AI contact um, or human-human contact via AI where technology um, is in um, the middle. Uh, and, of course, uh, if you are locking people away, it's, it's, it's mass house arrest. Let's not mess about. Um, then you can do things like you can play out the whole 5G rollout even faster. And you, you know, identify something uh, else um, very important. You know, as this lockdown goes on, we're already starting to see it in Italy. Um, first of all, it, it will... Um, drive a lot of people crazy just by being stuck in their home day after day, uh, week after week. It, that's what's happening in, in Italy, where the lockdown's been going on now since March the 9th. And, um, well, two things. First of all, um, they want to stop protests, absolutely, especially as this, um, this reaction is bound to come. Uh, and at that point, no doubt they'll introduce the army in um, in uh, big time to um, to stop that happening. But there's another area that I would like to talk about, and it may seem a very strange thing to say or a very strange question. Um, first of all, let me preface that with the classic uh, Nazi philosophy of the bigger the lie, the more we'll believe it, not least because people will not, um, will not believe that such a lie would ever be told to them. Oh, small lies. Yes, I accept that. Yeah, politicians lie. And, you know. But um, the size of the lie, uh, once it reaches a certain point, um, it loses credibility in terms of being a lie because people say they wouldn't lie that big. So the question I'm um, moving around to is, um, is there a virus? Is there a virus? Is there a COVID-19? Um, because I've spent um, weeks now uh, looking at the opinions and the expertise of doctors and specialists and virologists who are not getting access to the mainstream media but are experts in their field and they invariably say there is not a COVID-19 and that the scam is being played like this. I've got some videos on my website which I go into this in great detail. First of all, um, during the the flu season, 
uh, and the winter and into the spring, there are enormous amounts of people around the world who have the same symptoms as the so-called COVID-19. Right. We should also remember that according to the Italian um, National Health um, Organization, 99% of those who've died of, quote, COVID-19 in Italy have had one, two, three or more other health problems. Right. Many, times, many times life-threatening and certainly immune system um, draining. And what seems to have happened, as one um, German doctor said, we don't have a new virus. We have a new test. And this, this is the story, um, Eric, that's emerging. They come up with a new virus called COVID-19. They start out by diagnosing it through symptoms. These symptoms just happen to mirror loads of other things that are going around um, in this same period that this uh, outbreak, as he's claimed, has uh, happened. Huh? And so they put out into the, um, into the medical system, watch for these symptoms. It's COVID-19. There's a pandemic. So what they then uh, do is they um, take these symptoms, which are symptoms that happen this time of year anyway, in vast numbers of people. For instance, in 2017-2018, uh, 45 million Americans went down with the flu and between 60 and 80,000 Americans died. So does anybody remember that? When, you know, was the economy shut down? Were people put under house <laughs> arrest? No, because this is a scam. So yeah. then they introduced the test. Now, what these doctors and scientists that I've been researching um, uh, say is that this PCR test for the virus does not test for COVID-19 specifically. Uh. It tests for coronavirus. Coronavirus is a big family of viruses, it includes the common cold. Um, and, and we have them, virtually all of them. As, um, as these um, doctors and specialists have said, um, we already have all these viruses, but they, they do not affect us, they do not make us sick, because they're not in sufficient quantities to do that. So our body, we just live with them all the time. And coronaviruses are incredibly common. The vast majority of people in the world will have them. So when they test for coronaviruses, they're going to find a lot of people that have them, but they haven't got COVID-19. You know, I hear people say in the, in the mainstream media, oh, they, we know so little about this COVID-19. Uh, there's so much more to know. Well, maybe we don't know much about it because there isn't a COVID-19. There's just, <laughs> there's just other um, viruses in the coronavirus family and pneumonia and such like um, that um, that have the same symptoms and will right. test and will test positive in this um, 
so-called uh, test. The other thing that's happening, well, many other things that's happening, I mean, I, I could quote uh, uh, the um, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, who actually say in their own um, statements that um, although um, that you're testing for a, a, a virus, it doesn't mean that virus is making you sick, and it doesn't mean that there are other viruses and pathogens in your body that might be making you sick. Um, so the other, what's happening is <laughs> there's a there's a phrase, Eric, that I keep seeing in the media. It's not so and so number have died from coronavirus. It's so-and-so number have died after testing positive for coronavirus. Now, that's not the same thing. So what's happening is um, if you, um, you die or you are very sick, I mean, they are testing late-stage cancer patients for coronavirus, right? And when you test positive that goes on your death certificate. But as these doctors point out, this PCR test for coronaviruses does not have the ability to ascertain how much of the virus you have. So therefore, it's what they call viral load. Um, unless the virus, and this is a quote from um, from one of them, the, 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 the virus has to be um, there in massive amounts for you to get sick. So we have a test that, according to these uh, um, experts who are banned from the mainstream media, um, it doesn't test for COVID-19. It tests for coronaviruses, which almost everyone has in some form. And um, it cannot detect the amount of virus you have in the body, thus, if it's affecting you at all. And, and this is why they pointed this out. This is why um, the vast, overwhelming majority of people who, quote, tested positive for these coronaviruses in this, these tests have had either no symptoms or mild, very mild symptoms. And it's, um, it's described as um, people with mild flu-like, cold-like symptoms. And as these experts pointed out, that's because coronaviruses are flu-like, cold-like <clears throat> symptoms. So then you look at this, Eric, uh, in relation to what I've just said. The, um, the death rate in Britain from all causes when compared between 2019 and 2020, shows virtually no difference between 2019, no coronavirus, and 2020 in the same period of weeks. You look at the European death rate, where all these people are supposed to have died of coronavirus, and that is pretty much the same, certainly not significantly different, to explain all these um, so-called coronavirus deaths. But if you are picking people up who are dying or very sick of other things like extreme flu, like um, pneumonia, like cancer, whatever, um, and you are 
redesignating them to have died with coronavirus, that would explain why the death rate's not gone up, but coronavirus deaths have. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm -hmm. um, that's the question that, that um, they need to answer. How, how is this possible? And by the way, just to, before I finish this point, um, the um, visits in Britain to emergency hospital centers are fewer in their ratio in this period of 2020 of the coronavirus than they were in the same period in 2019. Explain. And this is why more and more we're seeing um, uh, videos and phone videos being posted on the internet of hospitals that are supposed to be war zones where they're basically empty. Um, if people go to my website... Um, uh, when yeah, I just retweeted it, Dave. Yeah, when this I, is finished... There's a there's a video on there um, presented by a German journalist who goes to a, a, a so-called emergency coronavirus center in Germany at Germany's biggest hospital. In fact, one of the biggest in Europe, um, university hospitals in Europe. There's nobody there. It's empty. And he goes on to talk and, and use the uh, clips of a series of doctors in Italy and Germany and Austria who are making these points. There's nothing different. As they are saying, if there wasn't a new test, no one would be casting a hair because nothing would be different to every other year. It's the test that is the way they've pulled it off. Yeah, unbelievable. I just retweeted that. I, I saw that this morning. That's quite interesting. Uh, major false flag. There could be nothing uh, bigger because they can accomplish so many different agendas uh, and, and get so many things accomplished in a short period of time. We've yeah. seen how uh, everything's unraveled here in the past month. I thought, honestly, the pandemic uh, police state carve is going to be played a little bit longer on the timeline. I was thinking more like 2022, so I'm a little bit surprised it's this early. Uh, so I don't know if they're scrambling or not. I wanted to get your opinion on that. But some of the latest headlines, folks, uh, we had out this morning. I know David's talking about this. Uh, apparently now uh, England or London might be on lockdown for six months. I had a lot of friends saying, oh, this is only going to be a couple of weeks or whatnot. I'm like, nope, you better you better prepare. This is going to keep spiraling out of control. And who knows, probably by like late spring, they'll say that the coronavirus is under control. And guess what? A mutant strain. It's mutated. Now it's going to start all over again. Uh, and then the other uh, headline I wanted to get across, it was on Drudge Report today. Pentagon orders essential staff to deep underground uh mountain bunker as pandemic prep escalates that's uh a little concerning uh i guess you could say probably uh for some but talk to us uh about if, if you could the, the, this next area here because i know you and i have been tooting a horn on this for a while the vaccine agenda problem reaction solution problem quote unquote virus reaction hysteria no one wants to leave their house anymore no one wants to touch anything you already mentioned the ai aspect but then the solution at least part of the solution is the vaccines right and we all i, I we should all know that there's yeah. all kinds of nasty stuff in those vaccines. Uh, but how are you breaking that down? How are you analyzing this? We've got testing uh, areas here in the United States where they're, they're only just testing. The next step, it seems like, will be, hey, if you, if you haven't been tested and if you test pos quote unquote positive for this, they'll just probably zap you with a vaccine on spot. Yeah. Um, yeah the, and by um, the way, they're also, they're yeah. also setting up um, uh, interstate uh, travel bans this morning, uh, David, uh, along the Florida, Alabama. State lines, they got checkpoints up now. 
Yeah, we, we, we've got checkpoints in Britain uh, to um, see, uh, ask uh, where the police are asking people where they're going, and, and then the police decide if that's essential travel or not. My son, yeah. Jamie, was um, stopped by the police uh, two days ago uh, for walking his dog alone in the middle of nowhere with no one else um, in sight. So this is clearly nothing to do with health. It's a, it's a total scam. It's uh, to do with control, and it's to do with destroying the world economy to make everyone dependent upon the state um, and uh, the authorities. In terms of the vaccine, that is um, definitely a massive punchline. I don't know whether you heard, Eric, but um, the Danish government, you know, the free Denmark, you know, oh, he's so free in Denmark. They've um, passed a law or to make uh, vaccination for coronavirus um, uh, compulsory, mandatory, and they don't even uh, uh, know what's in it. But I have I said right at the start when this broke, um, the vaccine already exists. <laughs> All right. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> if you know, if you follow this. Um, the vaccine already exists, but they need this to play out a bit to wind up the hysteria. And one of the things they'll 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 do is, you know, if you want to come out your home and well, you you need to be vaccinated, um, and, or there'll be big restrictions continuing on people that are not um, vaccinated. Uh, right. And and uh, the vaccine will contain. Um, uh, I, I absolutely would say. Um, enormous numbers of um, contents and toxins, including uh, nanotechnology, that will um, start the transformation of the human body. It will start to mutate DNA. I've been writing about this for so long that this is the vaccine agenda. So what they're looking for, and if you look, always look at the the sequence of events before these these things happen, these major things, Um, you've had the um, systematic around the world targeting of so-called anti-vaxxers, anyone who's questioning vaccines. You've had the, the movement gathering pace in America, not least, around the states for compulsory vaccination. We've had um, a, a moronic um, uh, Secretary of State for Health um, in Britain uh, about six months ago saying he is minded to make vaccinations mandatory. Uh, but, you know, as I pointed out in a video the other day, there's 60, if you take the British example, there's 66 million people in Britain. The people who are driving this are tiny in number, tiny. Um, and so um, people can either sit there and take it or they can look at the evidence and say we're being scammed here. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we are seeing the first signs in, in Italy of a reaction against this. Yes. Uh, and um, we are going to see that reaction um, in other places. And uh, because you, you can't lock people down in their homes for months on end. Um, it's, um, it's a form of, um, it, it, well, it's well beyond a form of abuse, but it's actually a form of torture. It's a form of mass torture. And um, so... Um, people will have to decide um, whether they can look themselves in the mirror with self-respect or whether they're just going to sit there and accept this crap.
Yeah. Now you mentioned too, I, I've been talking about this now uh, for a while as microchipping has become more of a novelty. We saw the World Health Organization come out and as a result of the coronavirus, uh, we can no longer touch cash. They want to ban cash yeah. now. I, I, that's going to be a huge trend in 2020. I know you've been talking about that. Uh, but here in the United States, all of a sudden Trump, and listen, I, I know you don't know me well enough, but within the traditional Catholic circle, I'm one of like the only voices pointing out how Trump is a puppet. And right. I take all kinds of crap for it, okay? And we did. just got to call a spade a spade. This guy's a fraud. Uh, the whole good cop, bad cop thing, you got to see through the right, uh, you know, the, the white lines on that. Uh, but now all of a sudden they want to roll out UBI, right? Give us $1,200 or something as if that's, you know, going to help or whatnot. And as you mentioned, they'll just pull the rug out beneath our feet and they'll just say one day, all you got to do is take this microchip, just take this mark now. It's ev yeah. evolutionary, right? This is, this is, this is one of the major um, factors and the major motivations, Eric, of this whole virus scam. Um, it's to destroy. Uh, I mean, I, I heard in the you know the alternative media, parts of the alternative media, that this was some bioweapon um, genocidal um, virus. I'm not saying they don't have these things; they, they bloody well do. But um, th I never thought that that's what this was. Um, it, it's um, uh, its motivation is control, and it's um, it's economic. So what they're doing is they are taking away in vast global numbers. I mean, you know, the restaurant business alone in America, which is the biggest private sector employer in America, is, is, is the best part of 16 million people. And they shut it down. So um, you, you're having small business, mom and pop businesses, and um, uh, even bigger businesses that are not connected to this cult that are um, being destroyed. And of course, the jobs of all the people that work for them are being destroyed. Now that creates on purpose, economic dependency. And so when you are dependent on the state, and by the way, whose money are they giving to us? Our own. Uh, Our money. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the, um, that it's gonna come with strings. So I've, I've said for years that if you wanna see what, um, the West is going to be like tomorrow unless we wake up fast, then look at China today. And China is, um, is an interesting uh, um, area because, in, it, not least in relation to this virus, because um, I, I'm, uh, I'm just finishing a, a new book. It couldn't come out at a, at a better time because of what's happening. There's a whole chapter on all this stuff, which I'm still in the process of writing, but I've written all the rest. Um, um, one of the aspects that I look at is um, the, the Chinese blueprint, the Chinese model of control being the blueprint for the world. This is why the Silicon Valley psychopaths uh, are um, uh, so close to China, because they want to bring the China model to the West. They're already doing it because uh, the, the plan is to create a global technocracy without any elected politicians just run by technocrats and, and bureaucrats and engineers and scientists, etc. Um, and so if you look at the process of and the sequence of events, the virus is supposed to have started in China. And we had all this hysteria over what was going on in China. And then they had this big uh, lockdown and beyond draconian stuff. And then 
it all died down. Have you noticed how it's how it's disappeared in China so fast, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you start a process in China of testing and you diagnose on symptoms something you call um, COVID-19, which are the same symptoms of loads of other things, <clears throat> then you can start um, diagnosing people who die and people who got it as people who've got COVID-19. So suddenly the numbers start to um, increase and the Chinese people are just victims of this. Uh, they all think they're all going to die because of COVID-19 and, and oh my God, there's lockdown and all this stuff. And then once you, when you then play that scam, the same cult, no borders, and China's a big center for this cult, <clears throat> you then um, start that process in the rest of the world. And what you say is the virus is spreading. Ah, but what happens in China? How have, how have the numbers suddenly disappeared? Lockdown? No. They just redesignate or stop designating the people with normal coronavirus um, and um, respiratory symptoms. They stop designating them COVID-19. And so suddenly um, the numbers fall. Uh, when there was no COVID-19 to start with, they've just changed the way they um, diagnose people, designate people and process the numbers. So now China um, is building up its economic strength again um, at a time that you can buy vast amounts of um, the Western economy for cents on the dollar. And you know what? That's what they're doing and that's what they're going to do because it, it's all part of this process. It's not that China is supposed to control the world, but the Chinese model of control is meant to be um, global. And so if we come round to this economic dependency, I've actually uh, written in this, um, in this new book about this and I've mentioned it in previous books, but I've gone into it a bit more in this one. And the, 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 the amazing thing for me is that I'd finished the book before this virus basically broke out. And now at the end, towards the end, uh, there is this chapter in which everything I've said before is bock-ticked as a result of this virus. So one of the things I talked about was the fact that they plan to crash the economy and uh -huh. that um, they um, would... Because of that, and because of all the jobs being taken by AI, they would introduce something called a guaranteed income. You know, people like Zuckerberg have said it's a good thing, so you know it's a bad thing, right. uh, and you know it's a scam. Um, so let me let me just connect that to China. Um, the idea, and it started because of this virus. The idea is that the population becomes dependent on the state in what I call the Hunger Games society. Um, and that you have a few, the tiny few, massively wealthy uh, running things. You have the rest of the population at the bottom of the pyramid of the Hunger Games society in deprivation and dependency to the ones at the top. And you have a police military state in between them to hold that status quo. Uh, that, of course, that 
police military state is being very much advanced as a result of this virus scam, because that's what it is. So the idea is to say, OK, um, we're going to pay you because all your jobs are being taken by AI and, and the economy has been trashed anyway, especially now, massively, globally. We're going to pay you um, a guaranteed income so that you can, you know, survive. This guaranteed income will be extremely small and will be basically survival or less than survival level. Um, and um, if you don't want it, then um, the authorities will say, OK, well, don't have it then. But um, are you going to earn a living? All the jobs are gone. And if you do accept it, OK, well, that's good. Yeah, because we're kind. But there are there are a few strings I just want to tell you about. Uh, if you behave the way the government, the authorities want, you will get the guaranteed income. OK, because ah, we're nice people. If you don't, ah, well, that's a problem. Now let's go to China. In China, they have this um, social credit system. Because all this is meant to be run by AI, not even with human involvement. If you, um, if you go to China, they have this social credit system. And what happens is uh, that um, if you behave the way the government wants, and of course, they have this technocratic uh, technocracy society in China. They have millions of face recognition cameras in every city. And so people are tracked in real time, 24-7. I've seen uh, documentaries and news reports where they've tested the system by sending someone out, you know, into the street among the people. And they've um, uh, tested how long it takes the authorities to find them. Seconds, a couple of minutes at most. Um, so you're being tracked all the time. And through AI, your behavior is being logged. And if you behave the way the state wants, you get social credits. And if you don't, you have social credits taken away. And if you have um, so many taken away that you reach a certain level, then consequences start to kick in. I said in my, my, my last book, um, millions of people in China are being banned from flying and banned even from going on a train because their social, social credit score is falling. Now, this whole process of a guaranteed income and all that stuff that's uh, emerging, uh, not least through this virus scam is how it's supposed to work in the West as well. And so that's what that's all about. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. I say that too as well. I liken it to the Mad Mad Max uh, society as well, where you got that kind of one central figure who has the control of the water and he distributes it out to the yeah. people as long as they, you know, bow down and worship him. Uh, talk to us about the role of mainstream media. This is huge. You and I both uh, cover this in, in our work. I mean, obviously, saw as soon as this thing broke, you had toilet paper wars all over the place. You got old ladies biking, throwing shoes at one another, just uh, you know, over uh, you know resources or whatnot. Um, the the amount of hysteria and and fear that the mainstream media can propagate on people. We now have to such a level here in the United States. Not sure if you've seen these uh, stories. Uh, where people, if they hear their neighbors coughing, they'll call nine one one. Oh yeah, we have that. Yeah, <laughs> we have that. Yeah, we we have uh, uh, what the British police have done, uh, Eric, is set up hotlines so people can <laughs> report their neighbors and others um, oh, no. if they if they go out because the, the the law here is that now because you know we we now live in a fascist state in Britain. I mean, I mean, it's not a beating about the bush. We do. Um, and uh, so uh, you can't go out uh, with more than one other person. You can't you can't gather with more than two people unless they are people who are living with you in the same house. 
and you can go for um, food, but as little as as um, as um, little as possible, and you can go out once a day for one form of exercise. Um, and there's there's people reporting other people for going out more than once. Unbelievable. Um, and I said in a video, I said in a video yesterday. Um, I'm going to go out whenever I choose. Um, and, and what I mean by that is I'm not going to go out and, you know, mingle with people. But I live in a flat and I walk out my flat and I get in my car. I never see anybody. I'm in my car alone. I drive out into the countryside. I do this regularly. I've done for years. And I walk through the countryside. I don't see anybody. I then get back in the car. <laughs> and drive home. Uh, get out of the car, I don't see anybody, go back to from flat. Now, what I've said on that video is if anyone in uniform or dark suit wants to come to me and explain how I am a danger to anyone, even under their, I don't accept their ludicrous criteria because it's a scam, but I, I, I'll accept that. You know, if people want to, you know, be terrified, then I won't go near them. I don't want to go near them. <laughs> but um, I want them to explain to me how me doing what I've just described could possibly be of any harm to anyone, no matter how many times I do it per day. But people are being um, stopped for doing that. You know, we've got a, a, a police force um, in a, a county called Derbyshire, Derbyshire Police. And, um, oh, they are notorious, you know, um, you know, they're so far right, they meet themselves coming back. I mean, the, um, you know, there will be some very decent, genuine officers in that force, but there's some serious uh -huh. freaking psychopaths. Um, and <laughs> what they've been doing is flying drones over areas, because parts of Derbyshire are absolutely beautiful, the, the Derbyshire uh, hills and the Derbyshire dales, and there's vast areas of, of land where you hardly see a soul, and people go out walking, go out walking alone or whatever. They are putting um, uh, drones up to film people who are walking alone in the middle of bloody nowhere <laughs> and, and putting them on the Internet to shame people. What they don't realize, uh, because they're not very bright, is they're shaming themselves. Uh, and so this is, this is, this is the scale uh, that, that we're dealing with. And surely, you know, if we're going to have any self-respect, People should be saying, well, hold, hold on a minute. Uh, if, 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 if people don't want us to come within six feet of them, whatever that, that um, number yeah, is. Yeah, six feet, yeah. Well, it's different in different countries, you know. It's different. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. So it's six feet here. What's, what's it in other countries? Obviously, the, obviously, obviously the virus um, has different foreign uh, um, uh, entities, you know, uh, and it doesn't jump so far in some countries as it does in others, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, so they're going to have some self-respect. They say, look, okay, people don't want me coming within six feet of them because, you know, they've bought the lie. But um, why can't I go out when I choose so long as I don't go within six feet of people? And, 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 and what you're seeing, because it makes no sense, it makes no sense because it's nonsensical, because it's not about health, it's about control. So um, 
if you um, if you look at the um, the, the story um, about about my son who was stopped in the middle of nowhere with the, with his dog, they said it was non-essential travel. Even though he was alone with the dog, he had to walk the dog near his home. And what does that mean? There's a lot more people in the street. <laughs> So, right. so it's, no sense. It, it's, it's, it's absolute insanity. And it's abs I'll, t I'll tell you one more story about Derbyshire police. Um, uh, this is how ludicrous it is, you know, because like I say, there's there's a lot of genuine, decent police officers. But there are there are significant number of psychopaths. And there's a very uh, um, significant number of complete village idiots. And and there's a beauty spot in Derbyshire called the Blue Lagoon. People like going there. Um, and so what the Derbyshire police have done is poured black dye into the Blue Lagoon um, and ruined it uh, to deter people from going there because of oh. the virus. This is what you're dealing with, you know. Um, and so uh, it, it, what it does is it shows you just how tenuous freedom is. Yeah, you know that that mantra out of chaos comes order and they're leading us into chaos with the lockdowns. It's just a matter of time. I mean, listen, here in the United States, we've got a lot of zombies here. A lot of people are still sheeples, perhaps to some degree waking up. Uh, but we're not stupid enough across the scale to give up our guns. Right. So it's just a matter of time, I think, where there's going to be some kind of reactionary, uh, you know, movement in one particular state. People will see it on TV. Then it can kind of catch fire. And I'm thinking this could be a very bloody year <laughs> across the board. Yeah, uh, well, the thing is about about guns is that um, I don't like guns and, and, and I don't have guns. But uh, w this is not really a gun country. So you, you, you wouldn't expect me to be any different. Although, you know, th th some people do. But people in America have been having the wrong debate. Because, of course, the, the, the woke mentality um, uh, is is just about comatose in terms of understanding how they're being violin played uh, by this uh, elite to press for the very society that the elite wants. Um, but it's the wrong debate. The debate is not should people have guns or not have guns. That, that's a debate people can have. Um, but it's why are, are the authorities clearly so intent and so anxious to take guns away from the population at a time when um, police forces, for instance, are more and more armed to the teeth with yeah. military weaponry and military um, technology. Um, and when you put the two together and you put uh, the situation now together, you can see why. It's very right. much easier to control um, and impose your will on an unarmed population than an armed population. And um, the pushback against um, disarmament of Americans, the vast majority of whom uh, don't um, use their guns for violence against people at all. Right. Um, the, um, the pushback, I think, has been very important uh, because I, I think that by the time they threw this in, they wanted uh, the disarmament of Americans to be a lot further along the road than it is. Yeah, I agree. And, and, yep. and on that point, Eric, you mentioned earlier about, you know, why are they doing it now? 
Um, and I do think there is some panic here because people, I mean, I, I've, I've been on this road for 30 years. I remember what it was like 30 years ago. No one, virtually no one wanted to know. No one, no one could even begin almost, not no one, but virtually no one to comprehend what was being planned or that it would be possible. But now, as a result of world events and the sequence going, getting more and more extreme, people are waking up. And, and I tell you what, um, this thing could massively backfire because um, when people like me have said over the decades that the plan is uh, that, that a few people covertly uh, control the world and the idea is that they create a society in which they overtly control the world. And people have said, oh, a few people can't control billions. Well, actually, they've done it in a matter of almost days. Um, and so this whole resistance of it's not possible, mate, this, this, this central control uh, system you're talking about that, that can't exist because there's too many people. Now that, that, that's history. You will never be able to argue that case again. So more and more people, as a result of this, are in a position where they can now comprehend the, um, the existence of this control system and where it wants to take us. So, um, I, and, I, and I think, that what well, I know from my own experience, that this has been moving. And um, I think there is some uh, desperation in this. Um, trying to, to, to push it along. 9-11 was another example. Trying to push their agenda along in a big leap because of the um, event that they create. Yeah, they have to make it seem like it's a good thing. And that was gonna, we, We've only got about five uh, minutes left here, okay. David. This has been an absolutely phenomenal talk. Hope we can get you back on next month. Okay. What I kind of find interesting in the whole good cop, uh, you know, Trump kind of crowd is this. Some years ago, when you would talk to a conservative and you made mention of an economic collapse, martial law and all that stuff, you'd be like, oh, no, that's a bad thing. Now that Trump's come out of the scene, you got this whole QAnon thing. I don't know what your take is on it. I think it's a whole CIA psyop. Now martial law is a good thing. Trump has got everything under control. He's going to put the pedos in jail. And I'm like, really? I'm like, this is a good thing? Oh, I, I mate, don't get it. Mate, mate, I could talk to you for hours about this. I've, <laughs> I've been, I've been on this road for 30 years and I have lost count going right back way into the 1990s of the same sequence being told to me that the good guys are going to, um, on the inside, the good guys in the deep state are going to uh, sort these bad guys out. They even, they've even talked in those childish terms of good guys and bad guys. And, and they give uh, often a little a different name to what the good guys are or the, the so-and-sos are going to do it and people are going to be arrested and the Ro David Rockefeller at one time is going to be arrested and oh, it's a <laughs> load of <laughs> old bloody garbage mate and and, and 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 it's like you know if you go into a school playground even now well you can't in Britain because school's closed but if you do you can hear the same jokes and the same stories that you heard in 
um, at school yourself all that time ago. I, I'm just amazed. I, I've got to tell you a joke. And you think, well, we were telling that joke in the playground in the 50s, you know. Uh, <laughs> and this whole, oh, the good guys are going to come, is just like that. It just It's just the same story being repeated. And what it says is, we don't have to do anything because the good guys are going to sort it out for us. It's just another version of, oh, uh, a state, tell me what to think. Same thing. We yeah. have to sort it out. And by the way, there are billions of us compared with uh, a relative handful of people who are behind this. So um, I do see a way out of this, but only if people summon some backbone and summon mm -hmm. some self-respect and start saying we're not having it anymore because they cannot do this without our cooperation. What would happen if billions, even millions of people walked out of their homes and said, we're not having this anymore? We're not having it. Well, they wouldn't be able to cope, would they? One or two do it. Gotcha. Large numbers do it. They couldn't cope. Yeah. Um, so the answers, we have the answer. Um, it's just whether people have got the, um, the, 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 the backbone of the round ones to actually, uh, and the self-respect, to say um, enough's enough. Yeah, that's it, David. Absolutely phenomenal opening talk here with uh, David Ike. As I mentioned at the top of the uh, podcast, this video interview, uh, we do some shameless self-promotion time. So let's talk a little bit about DavidIke.com. Let's talk Iconic.com. Uh, let's talk about some of your books, perhaps, and uh, we'll close out the show after. Well, in terms of the books, the, the last one's called The Trigger, and that exposes who did 9-11, and it weren't 19 hijackers. And in, um, uh, from, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia and, and the Arab world, um, uh, and um, it was actually uh, a secret society uh, known as Sabatee and Frankis, which operate out of Israel. Um, so um, that's all there in great detail. Uh, and in telling the story of 9-11, I obviously tell the story of um, the uh, whole global conspiracy in general, of which that was a part. Uh, there's another book before that, which was called uh, Everything You Need to Know But Have Never Been Told. That, that's a phenomenal pull-together. Uh, but iconic, um, or oh, there's also a film of my, of my life that people can see uh, um, uh, online. Renegade. Uh, Renegade, yeah. Uh, and that, what's good about Renegade, I had nothing to do with it. Well, I did, because I'm, I'm in it, you know, but um, <laughs> I, I didn't have anything to do with the editing or, or shooting of it. Uh, but the people that did it were people that weren't at that time into my work. And so it's, it's been very well edited as a wonderful introduction to this whole conspiracy uh, in about mm -hmm. 90 minutes. Um, I, I'm, I'm very pleased the way it came out. But Iconic is something that uh, my son Jamie put together. Um, it's now, um, I, I mean, uh, my input is that I, I you know, have things on there that, that I do. And I, I do a, a, a weekly 90-minute um, uh, pull together of the week's news on there every week. Um, but um, it's a phenomenal platform already. It's not been, not been going that long of um, documentaries and um, of um, series, etc. Uh, of all different subjects, of every subject you can imagine, that is of the whole arena of um, challenging the, the norms, challenging the official stories um, in every area of life, including the nature of reality. And he's, uh, Jamie's just finished uh, filming in about, what was it, America, New Zealand, uh, yeah, it's about four countries, a nice. documentary for Iconic on um, the um, 
the whole impact upon uh, humanity, psychologically and physically, um, of, um, of the whole Wi-Fi electromagnetic technology arena. It's called unnatural. And it's um, because to us, it is unnatural. And it's going to be out in just a matter of weeks. And anyone who subscribes to Iconic will see that for free, as well as all the other uh, content, which is now legion um, on uh, Iconic, um, include a whole series that I did and lots of other people have done. He's done a fantastic job. I'm so pleased. And one of the reasons that, that we went with this was you can see the mainstream um, Internet more and more censoring. I mean, the British government's announced today it's going to start censoring um, people who are challenging the official story of the, um, uh, Corona. of the coronavirus. They're calling it fake news. You know, if you want fake news, go to the mainstream media. You know, you're drowning yeah. in it. But um, so um, it's a platform that's going to be there even when the YouTubes and stuff like that um, start pulling in even greater amounts than they already are. 